conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. It's 13 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with SABC News International News Editor Sophie Mugwena. As the situation in Sudan continues to be fraught, the Department of International Relations and Cooperation has confirmed that the implementation of an evacuation strategy is at an advanced stage. We also understand that currently there are about 77 verified South African nationals trapped in Sudan. Sophie Mugwena now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What is known about this strategy? Well, what we do know is that uh, the strategy entails moving these South Africans, including the embassy staff, to a border where they can be able to get uh, uh, flights out of uh, that area or that region, the North uh, uh, African region. And you know that uh, in terms of options that you have, you either go north, in terms of Egypt, uh, look at the border there, or you also go to Djibouti, or you can go to Ethiopia or South Sudan. And therefore, it's not clear which route are they using. As we speak, they are on the road in the bus, all of them traveling to that uh, border where they will be able to get help and they will be uh, then uh, taken to South Africa. But I suspect that the Defense Force, the Department of International Relations, Intelligence, the Health Department, the Social uh, uh, Department, you know, in terms of looking at the well-being of those people who are trapped there because emotionally they are traumatized, they are also there. So you have a multi-pronged team Mm -hmm. that is looking at evacuation. You know what happened when it was that uh, COVID disaster in Wuhan. You had a joint team. The same with uh, when bodies were repatriated from Nigeria after the collapse of that synagogue. You had uh, a team that includes many departments. And I'm told that uh, the deputy president, uh, Paul Mashatile, uh, is actually the person who is coordinating this and pulling all these departments together. And I think that is because he is an envoy to South Sudan. And you know, South Sudan and yeah. Sudan are neighbors. And therefore, it does make sense to start to uh, make him uh, get used to the politics in that area or in that region. I, I, I've noticed that with a lot of um, internet, with, with um, other countries, this is now foreign countries, especially the West, um, they are going via Djibouti. What is it about Djibouti that um, makes it more secure than going via Eritrea, for instance? Well, I think it's all about uh, the issue of security and the nearest uh, area where they can be able to uh, fly in and get their people out and a country that has agreed uh, to do that because remember you have to negotiate with these countries and it will depend on relations in terms of a particular country and you are correct most of these western uh, countries uh, your developed north Mm. uh, your france us uk germany they have opted for djibouti and it looks like uh, they have been able to use that route and they were able since yesterday 
to take out their citizens and they have since closed the embassies, which is going to be a real problem when you close embassies. You are saying to a country, you are on your own. And with those two generals now, it's an opportunity to do as they want because no one is watching. They've already interfered with the internet and therefore communication and information Mm. is not moving as fast as it should. Closing the embassy, you are literally saying to that country, you can be on your own, you can fight, you can kill each other there. And then with the, with South Africa's uh, evacuation plan, do we know when the 72-hour truce window closes and also whether um, the ambassador and the fellow diplomats in Sudan are also part of the 77 South Africans? Well, I don't know about this truce. They spoke about this truce, but you'd recall weekend when France yeah. was evacuating its citizens and they were attacked and this morning we were told that fighting is continuing and therefore i really don't understand this truth Uh, it looks like it's not holding but there's a way uh, you are able to negotiate either with the army the government to help you to go to leave or you negotiate with the other group to help you to protect you to leave the country, and therefore it is a difficult one. In terms of South Africans, I don't know when will they be in the country, but secondly, what I do know is that it is not only South Africans uh, who uh, will get this help from mm-hmm. South African National Defence Force. I know some neighbouring countries in South Af- in, in, in the SADC region, particularly Zimbabwe. When I spoke to the Minister of International Relations last week, she pointed out that Zimbabwe has already made a request to South Africa to really help them to get their citizens out of Sudan. And I saw somebody saying, the Prime Minister of Eswatin saying, Zimbabwe has promised to help Eswatin. I was surprised because Zimbabwe has actually asked South Africa to help. Yeah. Um, a final one. I see that um, the United Nations Security Council is currently meeting. Would that meeting also include uh, conversations around um, how to find a solution in Sudan? No. Today, the meeting that you see now live of the United Nations is uh, Security Council is Sergei Lavrov, the Foreign Affairs Minister of Russia, chairing the Security Council. As you are aware that this month uh, the chairship is under uh, Russia and therefore mm-hmm. he's there chairing the meeting. Clearly the focus is going to be on the war in Ukraine and all of that and Russia funds and you know the detention there. But uh, tomorrow there's a special sitting of the Security Council in relation to Sudan. But uh, the Secretary General, uh, Antonio Guterres, through his spokesperson, I am sure uh, Joe and Bryce is going to get something for us today uh, on what the SG is saying, because there's going to be that briefing by the spokesperson of the SG in relation to Sudan. And yeah, I think, yeah. But now it is Sergei yeah. Lavrov chairing that meeting. And remember... Sergei Lagbrov will be in South Africa in June, preparing for BRICS summit in August. We are told that uh, President Putin has accepted the invitation. The question is, mm. is he coming in person? Well, thank you so much for your time. SABC News' international news editor, uh, Sophie Mukwena, there on the latest on uh, Sudan and also that uh, United Nations Security Council meeting that is currently underway.